0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Greenlight Reviews, the show where we talk about the movies, and we're going to do that right now. My name is Les Roberts.
1: I'm Ann Elder.
0: And today, Anne, we are going to review a film called Adam. This is about a young man named Adam, of course. And he suffers from Asperger's syndrome. It is a mild form of autism. So he has his problems, but he's functional.
1: Oh, he's very brilliant.
0: Yes, very brilliant. He has a job, and he lives in this very, very nice apartment in New York. He lived there with his father till his father passed away six weeks earlier. And now he has lost his job as well. So he doesn't quite know what he's going to do with the rest of his life or whether he can do anything with the rest of his life. Well,
1: because he has been so dependent upon his father for almost all of his needs. He's mentally acute, but he's emotionally immature.
0: Very emotionally immature. And after all this happening, he finds himself falling in love with his upstairs neighbor, Beth, played by Rose Byrne and basically that's the story
1: well it's a story of two people coming of age i think and each one trying to find himself or herself in the case of beth she is a beautiful sophisticated worldly school teacher who probably would prefer to be a writer and doesn't quite know how to make that work for herself and adam has his own struggles As we mentioned earlier, he's emotionally immature. He has temperamental outbursts. His life is very regimented. He has to do it a certain way. Adam is the kind of person, he's about 25, I guess, in the film, but he cannot take anybody telling him a lie. He speaks the truth, as blunt as that would be. He expects the truth said back to him. And therein lies some of the problems with their relationship because, as you know, Les, everybody that I know tells a little white lie every once in a while. You hang
0: around with some terrible people, (laughs) Anna.
1: Well, I mean, but little white lies are sort of part of your everyday exchange with people because you don't wish to hurt their feelings. Oh, of course. with Adam, he can't stand anybody who will even transgress just a little bit. There
0: is a wonderful scene where she takes him to a party and the hostess has just had a baby, Mm -hmm. and she says, do you want to look at the videos, you know, the baby's videos? And he says, no, thank you. (laughs) Well, you wouldn't do that. You just wouldn't do that. But of course, he does it, and everybody is shocked and offended. But that's the way he operates.
1: Exactly right.
0: He has a good friend named Harlan, played by Frankie Faison, who kind of helps him out when he can. But Basically, he's on his own, and then he falls in love with this very, very beautiful woman. Now, I think they have tried to sell this film as a rom-com, as a romantic comedy. Yeah. And I got to tell you, there is nothing funny about this
1: film. Or in the film. (laughs)
0: Yes. You know, I think of 500 Days of Summer, which came out just about the same time, which was a rom-com. It was very funny. It was very touching. This one just doesn't get to me
1: well it doesn't get to my funny bone not for one second i think that they tried and it's a very earnest movie almost too much so and i feel that while the ending is good i think the ending is offbeat and i think it's upbeat as well yeah we'll talk about that in a second but for the most part the movie is just a little too schmaltzy for me to really love it i think it's worthwhile but i don't think it's fantastic
0: well, I have to agree with that.
1: Less, we can't overlook the two other main characters in this movie, played by Peter Gallagher and Amy Irving. They are, in fact, her parents.
0: Yes, they are Beth's parents. Amy Irving, we have not seen her in a long time. She is now at the age where she's playing mothers, and, of course, she is the mother of Beth. Peter Gallagher is the father. They don't really take To Adam. They don't understand him. They don't understand Asperger's syndrome.
1: They don't understand why their beautiful, sophisticated, worldly-wise daughter is having an affair with this very emotionally immature man. It's troublesome to them, and it would be to me, too. Absolutely. And frankly, as an audience member, I was a little confused because I don't think that that relationship would in real life happen. I just didn't buy it.
0: That is the problem. As you have said, she's a very bright, very intelligent woman. She's very, very beautiful. She can have anybody she wants. I don't understand why he somehow... Touches her because he does very weird things. She mentions, kind of off the top of her head, that she'd have a great view if the windows of her apartment weren't so grimy. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, she walks into the apartment and he is hanging outside the window, mm-hmm. washing it for her. And this is even before they've become boyfriend and girlfriend. So he just does a lot of strange things. And what happens finally is that she arranges. For him to meet her parents. Correct. But she doesn't tell him that it's arranged. She pretends that it's an accident. When he finds out the truth, he feels that he has been betrayed by this horrible, horrible lie.
1: <laughs> the lie isn't that bad. You want to say, no. Adam, hold on. That's not the worst lie that someone could tell you in a lifetime.
0: Absolutely. But he loses his temper. He trashes things around the apartment. He storms out. And it really breaks them up.
1: And then there's the other problem with this movie too, last before we get to the conclusion of the film. We have to mention that her father has his own kind of trial going on in his life. He has a problem. He's committed some kind of a white collar crime. He's on trial. She loses respect for her dad. He goes to prison. I mean there's a subplot here that is most extraneous, at least it was to me.
0: It is very extraneous and it is forced. And yes. if you even started to get involved with the two lovers, as we would call them. Sure. You could probably swallow this film much more easily, but they keep running in this legal problem that Peter Gallagher is having, and I just didn't care about it. I didn't care about Beth's relationship to her father and how it so severely changed. Listen, I have friends who have been in jail, too. It doesn't do that to you.
1: I think what we were supposed to see by having that problem existing in the movie, the one with her father, is that Adam himself wasn't such a bad catch, and that his problem is no worse than her own father's scandalous behavior. So I think you were supposed to come to that kind of conclusion. Well, you know, I thought that they stretched that a little bit, and it kind of didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I thought it was just a little too exaggerated.
0: It was exaggerated, and it made the movie that much longer And that's the other thing. It's a two-hour movie. It should have been an hour and 40 minutes.
1: I agree. Let's talk about the performances, last before we wind down here.
0: Okay. Let's talk about Hugh Dancy, who plays Adam, and Rose Byrne, who plays Beth. I think they both do excellent jobs. Rose Byrne especially was very appealing in this film. Ah. Hugh Dancy, I didn't quite believe from the beginning. He's a very good looking guy. But for some reason, neither of them have that kind of depth Mm -hmm. that we expect of actors like Dustin Hoffman, which pops into my head or Gene Hackman or Morgan Freeman.
1: Well, that may be true. I thought he did a very good job, actually. I liked some of the close-ups when he was trying to process his emotions. You could actually see him doing that, and his face really registered the struggle that he was having. You could see him trying to express his fear and his hesitancy in trying to deal with whatever the emotional problem was at that moment. I liked you, Dancy, very much, and I like Rose Byrne, too. And this is by no means a bad movie. I don't want to lead people to believe that I didn't like it. I just didn't think it was a brilliant picture.
0: I've got to agree with you, and that's why I'm giving it a yellow light. The trailers that I saw before I saw the film fooled me into thinking I was going to be watching a romantic comedy. Mm -hmm. And the only moment that made me smile is when he is trying to explain to her that he has Asperger's syndrome. And then he says, well, a lot of people have had it like Einstein and Mm -hmm. Thomas Jefferson and Mozart. And she said, they had Asperger's syndrome too. And he says, well, Probably. <laughs> okay. That's the only time I smiled in the whole show. Well,
1: I think for diehard romantics in search of a great relationship flick, Adam might intrigue you for a little while. But I think eventually the novelty of his childishness wears thin and you begin to want Adam to make a play date with somebody who is emotionally <laughs> closer to to his maturity level so you know i'm not giving adam a red light i'm not giving it a green i really think adam is a solid yellow light and i suspect that people who rent this movie will find it much more satisfying perhaps than we did when we first saw it
0: maybe so maybe so i hope so anyway but in the meantime two yellow lights for adam it is directed by the way by max meyer and written by Max Meyer. And it stars Hugh Dancy, Rose Byrne, Peter Gallagher, Amy Irving, and Frankie Faison. An interesting film. Some of you might like it. I hope that Anne and I are going to like the next film that we see. We don't even know what it is yet. We can't wait to find out. But we will see it and review it for you right here. So until that time, my name's Les Roberts.
1: I'm Anne Elder.
0: And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we're going to meet you having as good a time as we do watching